0: is Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and I hope you're all having a decent day out there. On Friday, 7 p.m. Central, I'm going to be doing a show where Kent Hovind, as well as uh, my friend uh, Lucifer, is going to be coming on the show. And they're going to be debating biology, evolution, and all that. I would say it's going to be more of an open discussion. Um, Neither men are hostile. Um, Kent Hovind is not going to find himself in a position where he's dealing with someone who's um, aggressive or trying to attack him in any kind of way. So hopefully Kent will see this video and take my advice that I told him on the phone. And and, uh, both men... uh, seem like they're going to have a good discussion that people can actually learn from and why it is the two men have the views that they do. And I will continue to do shows on Monday as well as Friday every 7 p.m. Central, and TTOR will most likely do shows with me on Thursdays. Now, if I find myself doing too many shows in a row... Uh, around the Friday area, then I may not do a show on Monday. That way it gives you all the opportunity to be able to catch up. All right, so let's get into the video. As most of you know out there who've been following me, watching me, and who are connected to me on Twitter and Facebook and social media sites, less than two months ago, I uh, ended up going into my living room and my daughter ended up falling over. Um, she basically uh, fell unconscious and luckily she didn't smack her head on anything. And, um, I believed it was because she just woke up that she was just tired or whatever. So basically put her to bed and all that. And then she ended up having another incident where she was trying to get out of her bed later on and ended up falling over and actually wrecking one of the tables in her room she never had these kind of incidences before issues um, as many of you know whenever she was born she was born with a condition called meningitis that led to hydrocephalus and she had to have a shunt put in her head and she spent many many months almost an entire year in a children's hospital And this was where me and my wife got to not only experience the suffering of our own child, um, but we actually had to trade places over and over because we had a son at home that had to go to school and do all this. So one of us would have to sit up there while the other one took care of a child, and we weren't able to give each other the love and support that each other required. A lot of times we found ourselves on the phone talking to each other and, you know, saying how our daughter's doing while she's hooked up the tubes. So here comes 20 years later, and my daughter's starting to have some problems. Starts falling over, starts falling unconscious, and we had to rush her to the hospital. And I remember while she was being rushed to the hospital, I was praying and praying. I was like, dear God... You know my daughter was doing so well she's working a job she's making herself money she's becoming very independent but there were some problems where she was frightened of driving and actually being in a, a vehicle um, she's scared because she's actually been involved in a car accident before my wife got a green light at an intersection years ago And went forward and some idiot wasn't paying attention and knocked the entire front end off of our minivan that we had back then. And uh, my daughter and wife had to actually go to the hospital for that. My wife has permanent back injuries and my daughter ended up uh, busting her lip in that accident. And ever since then, my daughter's been afraid of driving. We got her a vehicle, but she just... Every time she gets behind the wheel, she starts getting anxiety because she feels like if she gets out there in the road, someone's going to kill her because of being involved in that. She's got the license, um, got all that, but she just can't can't pull it off. So we found ourselves in kind of a conundrum. How are we supposed to... How is my wife supposed to do her work? How am I supposed to do what I do? And how is uh, Angelica, you know, we were put in a position, how are we supposed to get our daughter to work without it conflicting with my wife's job time or what I do and all this? And it's pretty horrific. Um, when my daughter was recently taken to the hospital and I'm praying. I remember suddenly feeling this dark void come over me, this like darkness. It reminded me of the darkness that I had whenever I was in the hospital with my baby before, and it led me into atheism. I lost faith and started having a lot of issues. But this time it was different. I didn't lose faith in God. I didn't lose trust in God or something, or I didn't start saying to myself, how can there possibly be a God? But something else crept up into my mind. What crept up was, why God? Why is this even going on for? Why Why is this happening? We were just starting to dig our way out of a grave, um, and now we're going to be in major debt and our daughter's health is on the line, and all this. And since this incident happened, my daughter's been getting better. She's been going through recovery, but now we're in major debt because we haven't been able to afford health insurance. We haven't been able to take care of medical bills. This suddenly burdened us majorly, and we've had difficulty paying the bills Uh, just to be able to keep the lights on around here and getting groceries, ha, 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 yeah, right. Very difficult. So the question was, the, the statement wasn't, there is no God and, you know, this awful thing. The question was, why should I even have to pray to God? Because if God loves us all and he cares about me, he knows that I have struggled and I have fought and I have done everything that I can to try to bring people to God. I've done all these things, and I know some stupid-ass Christian out there is probably going to say, Yeah, that's what I remember in the Bible when someone said, you know, you do this and you do that, and, you know, God said this to them. I don't want to hear all that bullshit, to be honest with you. Um, Unless you've actually walked in my shoes and you've experienced this kind of issue. I don't even want to hear it. I've been through a lot of tragedies and I've buried a lot of family members, especially during the whole COVID thing. Some of my family took the vaccine and they ended up dying, or they're extremely unhealthy now and they're on their way to being put in a box and buried into a hole. So I have suffered tragedy after tragedy. And I know biblically that that's supposed to happen, I guess. It's supposed to rain on the just and the unjust and you're supposed to have these issues and while I'm going through all these problems I'm calling up churches I'm trying to build relationships with other Christians out there and I had a lot of Christians who basically turned away from me because although I labeled myself a Christian I didn't share some of their theological views Like, I've actually had young earth creationists tell me they don't want to hang out with me because I don't believe the earth is 10,000 years old. I've had some Christians who didn't want to hang out with me because my concept of hell is different than theirs. Like, they believe in an eternal torture forever and ever is where I believe in Christian annihilationism. I've had these Christians out here who call themselves saved by grace, where they don't believe they have to do anything good to simply believe in God except Jesus Christ. And that no matter what they do in their life, they claim that they can't be pulled out of God's hand. And they got verses for that, obviously. Every Christian out there has some kind of Bible passage in order to skate themselves over things or have good justifications why they think the way they do, but they all end up sooner or later conflicting, and then you see a lot of infighting with Christianity. And that's really what I have found myself in, because I have a different interpretation of different things. A lot of groups and brands of Christianity have told me to hit the fucking road, Jack. Um, You don't think like we do. You don't agree with us, so therefore we don't. Some of them have been very nice about it. They're like, well, you know, I don't know if I should invite you to my podcast or my show or be a part of the debate because, I mean, if you don't believe that the earth is 10,000 years old or you don't believe this or you don't believe that, then so be it. Now, granted, I do have a friend named T.T.O.R. who is a Christian. He is a young earth creationist. And he's one of the most kindest, respectful, decent people. So it's not really, I suppose, I couldn't argue that it was just a theology. This young man has been nothing but decent to me and respectful and enjoys participating in shows with me. And he has a lot of the views. It's just a lot of the hearts of Christians out there, their friendship and their loyalty to you And their desire to have a relationship is based upon their theological views. They have this idea that they shouldn't share their light with darkness. They shouldn't be unevenly yoked. And if you don't agree with them and you don't have like the wolf pack mentality going on the board where you all think the same like a robot or you don't go along with the script, then they have no use for you. And this has been very unhealthy for me. A guy who has severe depression, bipolar manic depression, who's trying to build friendships, who's trying to build his channel about God, and because I don't agree with certain things or I have a different viewpoint, people have shut me off. I've been treated like the black sheep. And that's one of the things you see about a lot of atheists on video, right? A lot of these atheists who are former Christians, this is one of the things they talk about. They say, I used to be a Christian, but because I had this view, my family wouldn't accept me. Because I had this view, my church um, told me to get the fuck out, or I couldn't agree with people. And no matter how open I tried to be, or how many questions I tried to ask, or sort this bullshit out in my head... Um, The preacher would just tell me, I'm not allowed to question, I'm not allowed to do this, I'm not allowed to do that. Well, eventually that's going to become burdensome and people will become wary. It doesn't matter how hard or extreme you believe in God. If the group of humans that are associated with that concept of God are assholes and treat you with emotional abuse, you're eventually going to say, well, fuck it. You know, I might believe in some of the philosophy of the gang but the gang is bullshit you know, itself. Some of the things they say might be nice but the gang is abusive. Time to get the hell out. And that's why we've got so many atheists in the world because religious people and non-believers still after all this fucking time haven't learned how to just sit down and have an open discussion and try to sort shit out and answer questions. Now it's about Who needs to be embarrassed today? Who am I going to own? Who am I going to pawn? Who am I going to make look like an asshole today and then profit from it? That's usually how it goes in social media. And the label gets you in trouble too, right? If you call yourself a Satanist, then immediately people are going to throw all kinds of shit on you. They're going to get their own pigeonhole view. They're going to anthropomorphize you, and then you're going to be judged and condemned. If you say you're an atheist, immediately everyone's going to think that you're a biologist wannabe, that you believe in evolution, that this is how your political views are going to sway, (laughs) right? (laughs) And you're going to pretty much say the same script as every other atheist. And of course, if you're a Christian, then the label is, well, you're a sheep, you believe in an immoral book, and your God is mean, and so on and so on. And of course, if you're Muslim, then you're probably part of some terrorist organization that's eager to blow some shit up at any fucking given time. If your, you know, mood changes <laughs> or the temperature of the room. Hmm. Religion, I feel, has been very unhealthy for me. I already have a difficult enough time just being Brett Keen, just being myself, and my philosophy has always been, I'd rather be hated for who I am than loved for something I'm not. I already have a difficult time in life just saying, hey, I'm Brett Keen, and I would like to be able to be friends with you and socialize and be able to communicate and talk with you and share ideas. I think a lot of people out there can relate. It's hard enough in your life just being you. Just paying your fucking bills, just taking care of your family, just trying to get by. And now all of a sudden you got to take on the burden or baggage of some fucking philosophy or some religion or some concept of God. And then you're going to be condemned for that. It's one of the reasons... Why in the past, I, for a while there, I dropped God TV Radio, and I just said, I'm Brett Keen show. I'm the place you go to where you hang out with Brett Keen and talk, and it can be about anything and everything. It could go from movies, television, to entertainment, to whatever you want to talk about. All right? Could be theology, if you like. It just depends on the mood of the room. Unfortunately, I found when I go to try to talk to atheists or be friendly with them, I get the whole, ah, you're a stupid fucking Christian. You're a dumb fuck. I go talk to Christians. Ah, you don't believe in my fucking version. You don't read my version of the Bible. And um, it's sickening. So I tried to go to people outside of these groups. Um, I went to pagans. And I've actually found that I get along with pagans quite well they don't have this thing some of them don't like Christians and some of them think atheists are stupid but they're not like uh, constantly needing to push that on you they'll talk to you and they'll be friendly with you and you can actually make buddies with them and spend hours on hours chilling with them and they're cool and I've also discovered that Satanists have the same kind of issue as well Um, they have a group where if you believe in Satan in a certain way, they fuck you over. They literally fuck you over and wish the worst things possible for you and will actually get down to threatening you. Is where there are some Satanists who are very laid back, they're chill, they listen to cool fucking music, wear cool clothing. I love black t-shirts, I love fucking designs. I've always liked the gothic heavy metal Um, dark scene, Nightwish type of shit, Metallica, Megadeth. So I fit right in whenever it comes to the look. I'm just not sure that I'm uh, prepared to go anywhere near the idea that, you know, God's the bad guy, Satan's the good guy. I do know for a fucking fact, though, I could probably find myself in a position very easily where I see that there are, There is a God, but he just don't give a shit. Kind of like what George Carlin used to say. And I really, I really am starting to fall into that mold, too, that there is a God, but he doesn't give a shit. There's something about sitting in a fucking children's hospital that really opens your fucking mind and really starts making you think about a lot of shit. And when you turn on your television or you're looking around on Twitter and you're seeing do you know that in the last fucking week I've seen over a hundred people die on video? Because Twitter is all about free speech and you could post pretty much anything. I've seen over 50 fucking porn videos forced on me that I didn't ask for just by scrolling through the shit. I have seen people shot. I have seen people robbing places or people's car and then watch them get fucking blown away. I have seen Police cars drive over people who want to lay down in the fucking street. I've seen so much murder, so much killing, so much death and destruction. And I've seen people do so many stupid fucking things. I've seen that whenever people are trying to have a conversation with another person, the other person just suddenly looks like they've lost it, like in the movie Scanners. And they start screaming, and their mouth opens gaping wide, and they're like, ah, ah. And they won't stop. i just seen a video recently where a bunch of people are crawling on the ground in furry outfits pretending to be fucking animals out in the middle of the highway. I feel like <laughs> if there is a God, he put me in a fucking zoo. That the Earth is not only a floating graveyard out in space, but it's a fucking zoo. <laughs> all these fucking people running around saying the stupidest shit and being crazy. And then it starts making you think, do I really want to make friends with people? Do I really want to connect with the human race? I think that's one of the reasons why I found Anton LaVey, the founder of the Church of Satan, interesting, because one of the reasons why he got into founded satanism in the group was because of his wariness and disgust for humanity from what i read he used to play like an organ and he would do this carnival thing and he would see church people coming in and out you know pretending to be saints of god and then they would go on to fucking whores and prostitutes at the carnival uh, and then go right back to pretending they're saints again on sunday I could see how that would be digressive, how it would be shitty, how you would start questioning everything around you, questioning humanity. And I think that Anton got to a point where he just kind of said, I need to just embrace humanity's evil. Humanity is evil, and I'm human, and we're a bunch of fucking animals. We're carnal. And maybe one day, if we do this and that, we'll become a higher being, I suppose. So I completely, like, relate with that. I've seen humans act like fucking zoo animals. I've seen people act crazy. It didn't make me want to go out and join some club or group, especially after the hostility that I got from different groups having to do with Satanism. But it did make me get a whole new respect for people who are like Anton LaVey and understanding. And I think that's one of the reasons why I'm so lured or fascinated with these folks. Really. And I really like the guy that I hang out with and host with a lot, too. He's really laid back. He's fucking chill. And he's probably more human than most humans I've met. At least at this point, he and I relate, identify on a lot of levels. Um, we share a lot of common ground, and we actually enjoy hearing what each other thinks. It's very rare to find other people, especially in social media, where, they're, where they desire or have the ambition to actually hear what another person says. Even on Twitter, when people are posting... They don't really give a fuck about what other people think. They want to know what people think about what they think, right? You post your meme, you post your comment, and people are like, hey, yeah. They want to find people that absolutely agree with them. If you don't agree with them and your post disagrees with them, then all of a sudden you become a dumb cunt. You're a piece of shit. Why don't you kill yourself? You know, that kind of shit. (laughs) <laughs> which I ran into a thousand times. I don't know about all of you. I don't know how you hold it together. I've been doing the whole Christian thing for many years now. And to be honest with you, I told you all the way through, I did not like being doing the Christian thing. I felt like it was unhealthy for me spiritually, mentally, and physically. It sure as fuck don't help my depression. It actually makes me more disgusted. And people are going to say, how is it unhealthy for you? Well, one of the big tenets of Christianity that a majority of Christians do have common ground on, and they agree, that if you don't believe in Jesus in a certain way, and believe he did certain tasks, then you don't get to go to heaven. Well, unfortunately for me, I've got family members and a lot of friends out there who don't fucking agree with certain things, or they simply don't give a fuck. I got family members who are good, wonderful people, but they don't spend their days like I do thinking about God and philosophy and theology. They just think about, how can I pay my bill. How am I going to get some food in my stomach? How am I going to be able to take care of A to B? And they don't spend time thinking about all this shit that I'm doing on my videos or doing on my thing. And they're considered, in my eyes and in my heart, really, really good people who are just trying to survive in the fucking zoo that God put them in. But according to theology and according to a lot of Christians out there, because they don't believe in this certain thing or believe in this certain thing, they're all going to fucking be tortured in hell for all eternity. My daughter, she cares about keeping her health. She cares about trying to have fun and enjoy life while she's still here on the planet. My son is thinking about how he's going to be able to take care of his fiance, pay his fucking bills, and keep himself out of debt and pay insurance on his fucking truck. He's not thinking about where's my soul go, where does my spirit go. And the little time that he does get whenever he's not working his ass off. He's not interested in sitting down and talking about going to fucking church when he has very few hours in the day to do anything else. And he sure as hell don't want to sit there with his daddy talking about why it's important to believe something that was written 2,000 years ago. It's been extremely challenging for me. When, I find, when my son and I find the time to spend with each other, I spend it giving him hugs and hanging out with him and trying to do things that are fun for him and shit because he's literally treated like a modern-day slave. My kids and my wife and I are treated like slaves. We work for very little, we get very little, and we have to spend all of our fucking hours doing something that we may not enjoy doing, and that's that. So when we do get time to spend with each other, we try to make it as enjoyable as possible and sitting around having fucking Bible studies all day is not what we consider enjoyable. I know the Bible very well. I've read it 15 times and the reason why is because I've read many different versions and translations of it and I can spout out verses by memory at this point, been able to do that for years. Actually, you've seen my church phone calls before, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard me on the radio. So, I think that I find myself in a position where, yes, I'm probably going to live and die on this planet where I'll accept that there's a higher power. I believe that there is something out there that was involved and associated with creating the universe. I also believe in extra dimensions and realms of the universe. I believe our universe has layers to it. I also believe in the possibility of multiverses, that there may might be more than one universe. I also believe that there's probably a trillion things going on with our universe that are happening right in front of us, but because of our limitation... And grasp of reality and the limitation on our senses, we're not able to observe everything that could be sitting just three feet away from our eyes or inches. So I'll hold to the idea. Most likely I'll probably, I am, I would say 99% that uh, I'm never going to be an atheist again, but I clearly don't fit into the Christian bracket and some pagans say that a lot of my views go along with them. Some Christians say that my views agree with them, as where others don't. And I just can't really find anyone that is in my category. I've got Satanists who are actually telling me now. Uh, my buddy Lucifer, he says, <laughs> he was pre stuff that you say and some of the things you think are very Luciferian. They're very, you sound like a Satanist. I've had some people who actually told me in the past, whenever I was a part of atheism and I talked about morality, people would say, man, that sounds very Christian-like. You know, the, your behavior, the way you think people ought to live, that sounds very Christian-like. It's odd. I know that people are going to make some videos. They're going to say, well, Brett flip-flops. I'm 47 years old. I just turned 47. Christmas. I'm a Christmas baby. And religion is not something that you can pick up in five minutes and then decide, yeah, there you go. I have given myself over to a lot of different view systems i've given myself to christianity i committed my life to christianity and i feel like i've learned a lot and i feel like there's probably more to go but at this point i just don't feel the effort or energy to continue to go in any direction whenever it comes to christianity i'm getting to the point where i don't like a lot of the people that are involved in christianity either I've seen too much hypocrisy, too much abuse, and I see that a lot of them are not like the Bible Christians, where they want to be friends or build a family with you or anything. A lot of them are out there for profit. A lot of them are out there because they think that they're God's special little messenger to go to Twitter and copy and paste Bible verses all fucking day, and they just don't have time to be friends. They don't have time to hang out. They're always too busy. They're always too busy at church or too busy doing their own fucking thing. And I haven't been able to successfully make good connections with Christians. And I tried. When I realized that my cup of faith in Christianity was going away, slowly, slowly, after all these years, I kept on reaching out. I kept on saying to Christians, I said to Matt Powell, I said to Kent Hovind, I, I spoke to other That's how I got to know Kent Hovind, by the way, in case some of you don't know. I was hoping that he would be able to preserve my faith in Christianity. But you all know what happened, right? You all know that somehow it went. it got away from God and it became about a bunch of people's lives that had nothing to do with me. I became a mediator of other people's problems and issues instead of feeding my soul and helping me out. And that was actually gut-wrenching. That, that took a lot of, away from me. Um, yeah. So there was a lot of leaders in Christianity I contacted. There were a great deal of Christians out there that I tried to get a hold of. And I tried to say, look, I'm looking for family. I'm looking for people that I can connect with. People that can be a part of my thing and I can be a part of their thing. And you turn me away every time. So, I mean, you guys can't say that I didn't try, right? I put forth the effort. I opened the shows. I put public links out there. I told Christians what was going on with me over and over. And you seen that I was starting to drown and you didn't reach out and try to do anything. He said, fuck him. He doesn't agree with me. He doesn't think like I do. He's not the right type of Christian. So fuck him, let him drown. But something happened there. While I actually visualized and imagined myself drowning, waiting for somebody to reach out for me, something weird happened in my brain. Everything flipped. Now, all of a sudden, I seen that I was the one that was actually on the boat, and it was all of you that were fucking drowning. And I seen myself reaching out, trying to pull you up, trying to help you out. ...trying to be there even though I had all these limitations and all these problems... ...it wasn't me that was drowning, it was all of you. And I see that every fucking day. I had had it wrong for a couple years there. I wasn't the one fucking drowning or sinking into the dirt. It was you. And I seen that you had no foundation, that you had nothing that you were standing on... ...and I realized that pretty much everything that you said and everything you thought wasn't keeping you afloat that you were literally your own anchor, your own enemy. So, I mean, here's the way I look at it. Christianity's no good for me. Since I believe in a God, I'm going to have to continue to refer to myself as a theist. And I don't believe whenever I read the Bible, the Bible itself even admits that God is mysterious. His mind is not like our mind. His ways are not like ours. So that means there's a lot about God that isn't even in that Bible. God admits it. A lot of you have become what is referred to as Bibbophiles, where you have you basically worship a book, but you're not open-minded enough for God being more than what's in a book. A lot of you've done that. And there's a lot of religions out there The Muslims did that with Islam and their Quran. You worship a book, but you have nothing in your head that tells you that there's more to God than just in the pages of what somebody else experienced long ago and just decided to write it down. I think there's more to God. And I think that maybe whenever it comes to God, some of the shit that I'm going through and the bad experiences are simply trivial to a being that is advanced and more superior than myself. Maybe it just doesn't give a shit because it's concerned about the cosmos and the universe and keeping reality strung together like a weave. Maybe I'm just like everybody else out there. I'm going to suffer and I'm going to die just like all of you. And it just doesn't matter in the long scheme of things. Or maybe God doesn't care about my physical body. Maybe it's just my spirit or soul. I don't know. But I'm sick and tired of thinking about it. I'm sick and tired of worrying about it. The way I see it, I might have at the most 20 more years of my life, maybe less, probably less. And I just wanna make friends. I wanna be able to hang out. I wanna be able to pay my fucking bills. And I'm sick and tired of being pigeonholed into some kind of theological view. I'm sick of people making accusations and trying to pinpoint or tell me what they think I am as opposed to finding out. I want to hang out with mature, good people, people who aren't going to lead me astray, people who aren't going to fuck with me. And just some good old fucking fashion friendships and socialization. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll finish it with this. I've always admitted whenever talking to non-believers and other religious people, I've always pointed this out that I've never 100% been okay with the behavior And some of the actions that took place in the Bible. There is just some things that were too cruel for me, too dark. Things that I considered God doing that was actually on the level of malevolent as well as evil. So in order for me to be able to work through that on a psychological level, I had to hold to this position of Maltheism, which states that God is capable of doing good and evil. But a lot of you didn't like that very much. You had to have your cake and icing. You had to have your loving, good, you know, deity that smells roses and flowers and green grass like a hippie. You didn't want God to be able to have the traits of being able to do all things, including destruction and evil and chaos, a lot of Christians are not capable of going that far with it or taking it to the next level. I took a lot of brutality over that, a lot of hate. God can't do evil. He can't He can't do this, he can't do that. Bible says with God anything is possible. God doesn't create evil. Isaiah 45, 7, I form the light and the darkness. I create peace and evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. God didn't make your child sick. God didn't cause harm to children. Exodus chapter 4, verse 11. Who makes man blind, deaf and dumb? Is it not I, the Lord? See, we're on a totally different level of maturity whenever it comes to theology. And I don't think I'll ever fit into this ice cream Christianity at all. So I guess for the next couple of years, I just got to keep on building on to me, not building on to religion, not building on to theology, not building on to any other nonsense that has absolutely nothing to do with me. I'm going to have to build up Brett Keane, Brett Keane's brand, the Brett Keane Show. Where anything goes, anything flies, no matter what you think, no matter what you believe, no matter what you think you know, come on in, hang out, and no matter what you think, we can be friends, and we can talk, and we can learn together. Hell, maybe we'll even go out for a steak. God bless.